Hello listeners and welcome back to another exciting episode in the series on a chocolatey journey with Charlie. And today is going to be a superbly duperbly episode, yeah, because Charlie has found the fifth golden ticket and now he's rushing home to show it to his parents and his family, yeah. So, don't go anywhere, stay calm, take deep breaths and we'll quickly have a recap of what we did in the last episode. And then dive into today's story, yes? Okay then, here we go. Leave the kid alone, will you? Make way here. Let him out. And Charlie, as he led him to the door, he whispered, Don't you let anybody have it. Take it straight home, quickly, before you lose it. Run all the way and don't stop till you get there. You understand? Charlie nodded. You know something? The fat shopkeeper said, pausing a moment and smiling at Charlie. I have a feeling you needed a break like this. I'm awfully glad you got it. Good luck to you, Sonny. Thank you, Charlie said, and off he went, running through the snow as fast as his legs would go. And as he flew past Mr. Willy Wonka's factory, he turned and waved at it and sang out, I'll be seeing you, I'll be seeing you soon. And five minutes later, he arrived at his own home. Chapter 12 What It Said on the Golden Ticket Charlie burst through the front door, shouting, Mother! 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 Mrs. Bucket was in the old grandparents' room, serving them their evening soup. Mother! yelled Charlie, rushing in on them like a hurricane. Look! I've got it! Look, Mother! Look! The last golden ticket! It's mine! I found some money in the street and I bought two bars of chocolate and, and the second one had a golden ticket and there were crowds of people all around me wanting to see it and the shopkeeper rescued me and I ran all the way home and here I am! It's the fifth golden ticket, Mother! I have found it! Mrs. Bucket simply stood and stared while the four old grandparents were sitting up in bed balancing bowls of soup on their laps all dropped their spoons in a clatter and froze against their pillows for about 10 seconds there was absolute silence in the room nobody dared to speak or move it was a magic moment then very softly, Grandpa Joe said, You're pulling our legs, Charlie, aren't you? You're having a bad joke? I'm not! cried Charlie, rushing up to bed and holding out the large, beautiful golden ticket for him to see. Grandpa Joe leaned forward and took a close look, his nose almost touching the ticket. The others watched him, waiting for the verdict. Then, very slowly, with a slow and marvelous grin spreading all over his face, Grandpa Joe 
lifts his head and looks straight at Charlie. The color was rushing to his cheeks, and his eyes were wide open, shining with joy. And in the center of each eye, right in the very center, in the black pupil, a little spark of wild excitement was slowly dancing. Then the old man took a deep breath and suddenly with no warning whatsoever an explosion seemed to take place inside him. He threw up his arms and yelled, Yippee! At the same time his long bony body rose up out of the bed and his bowel of soup went flying into the face of Grandpa Josephine. And in one fantastic leap, this old fellow of nine to six and a half, who hadn't been out of bed these last twenty years, jumped onto the floor and started doing a dance of victory in his pajamas. Yippee! Three cheers for Charlie! Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! At this point, the door opened. And Mr. Bucket walked into the room and he looked it. All day long he had been shoveling snow in the streets. Creeps, what's going on in here? He cried. It didn't take them long to tell him what had happened. I don't believe it. It's not possible. Show him the ticket, Charlie, shouted Grandpa Joe who was still dancing around the floor like a dervish in his striped pajamas. Show your father the fifth and last golden ticket in the world. Hmm, let me see it, Charlie. Mr. Bucket said, collapsing into a chair and holding out his hand. Charlie came forward with the precious document. It was a very beautiful thing. This golden ticket, having been made so it seemed from a sheet of pure gold hammered out, almost the thinness of paper. On one side of it, printed by some clever method in jet black letters, was the invitation itself from Mr. Wonka. Read it aloud. Let's all hear exactly what it says, said Grandpa Joe climbing back into bed again at last. Mr. Bucket held the lovely golden ticket up close to his eyes. His hands were trembling slightly and he seemed to be overcome by the whole business. He took several deep breaths. Then he cleared his throat and said, Alright, I'll read it. Here we go. Greetings to you, the lucky finder of this golden ticket from Mr. Willy Wonka. I shake you warmly by the hand. Tremendous things are in store for you. Many wonderful surprises await you. For now, I do invite you to come to my factory and be my guest for one whole day, you and all others who are lucky enough to find my golden tickets. I, Willy Wonka, will conduct you around the factory myself, showing you everything that there is to see, and afterwards, when it's time to leave, you will be escorted home by a procession of large trucks. These trucks, I can promise you, will be loaded with enough delicious eatables to last you and your entire household for many years. If, at any time thereafter, you should run out of supplies, you have only to come back to the factory and show this golden ticket, 
and I shall be happy to refill your cupboard and whatever you want. In this way, you will be able to keep yourself supplied with tasty morsels for the rest of your life. But this is by no means the most exciting thing that will happen on the day of your visit. I am preparing other surprises that are even more marvelous and more fantastic for you and for all my beloved golden ticket holders. Mystic and marvelous surprises that will entrance, delight, intrigue, astonish and perplex you beyond measure. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine that such things could happen to you. Just wait and see. And now, here are the instructions. The day I have chosen for the visit is the first day in the month of February. On this day and on no other, you must come to the factory gates at 10 o'clock sharp in the morning. Don't be late and you're allowed to bring with you either one or two members of your own family to look after you and to ensure that you don't get into mischief. One more thing, be certain to have this ticket with you, otherwise you will not be admitted. Signed, Willy Wonka The first day of February? cried Mrs. Bucket. But that's tomorrow. Today is the last day of January, I know it is. Cripes, I think you're right, said Mr. Bucket. You are just in time, shouted Grandpa Joe. There's not a moment to lose. You must start making preparations at once. Wash your face, comb your hair, scrub your hands, brush your teeth, blow your nose, cut your nails, polish your shoes, iron your shirt, and for heaven's sake, get all that mud off your pants. You must get ready, my boy. You must get ready for the biggest day of your life. Now, don't overexcite yourself, Grandpa, Mrs. Bucket said, and don't fluster poor Charlie. We must all try to keep very calm. Now, the first thing to decide is this. Who is going to go with Charlie to the factory? I will, shouted Grandpa Joe, leaping out of bed once again. I'll take him. I'll look after him. You leave it to me. Mrs. Bucket smiled at the old man. Then she turned to her, her husband and said, Um, how about you, dear? Don't you think you ought to go? Well, um, Mr. Bucket said, pausing to think about it. Um, no, I, I'm not, I'm not so sure that I should. But you must. Mm, there's no must about it, my dear. Mind you, I would love to go. It will be tremendously exciting, but on the other hand, um, I believe that the person who really deserves to go most of all is Grandpa Joe himself. He seems to know more about it than we do. Provided, of course, that he feels well enough. Yippee! Shouted Grandpa Joe, seizing Charlie by the hands and dancing around the room. <laughs> oh my god, he certainly seems well enough, Mrs. Bucket said, laughing. Um, yes, perhaps you're right after all. Perhaps, um, Grandpa Joe should be the one to go with him. I certainly can't go myself and leave the other three old people all alone in bed for a whole day. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord! yelled Grandpa Joe. At that point, there came a loud knock on the front door. Mr. Bucket went to open it, and the next moment, swarms of newspaper men and photographers were pouring into the house. They had tracked down the finder of the fifth column ticket, and now they all wanted to get the full story for the front pages of the morning newspaper. For several hours, 
There was complete pandemonium in the little house and it must have been nearly midnight before Mr. Bucket was able to get rid of them so that Charlie could go to bed. And listeners, that's the end of today's story. Well, hmm, finally, the day has arrived. Charlie will be visiting Mr. Wonka's factory. And you know what? When uh, they were reading out the letter, the letter that uh, Wonka had um, scribed into the golden ticket, I was like, wow, this is so cool. Just imagine having an endless supply of all the goodies, all the uh, treats, candies that you always wanted and an endless supply that too, my God, I so wish I was in Charlie's place. No doubt it is going to be really great for Charlie's family because he really needs it. But a small part of me feels, ah, I wish I was also there. If not an endless supply, at least like um a one-month supply. Oh, wait, no, <laughs> one month is too less. Okay, maybe a one-year supply would also be okay. I mean, I would really enjoy it. But okay, possibly some of you have also thought of the same thing. But yeah, now we don't have a Mr. Willy Wonka's factory anywhere nearby, yes? So the best we can do is enjoy the emotions enjoy charlie's feeling through the story and just live in the moment yes okay so now charlie will be going to mr wonka's factory and for that you need to tune in back on sunday to hear what happens ahead so don't forget to tune in on sunday and don't forget to send your comments at my Twitter handle at Dilejroshni SK. You can also drop a mail at tissue underscore kata at Dilejoutlook.com. I'll wait to hear from all of you. And I'll see you soon on Sunday. See ya. Bye-bye and take care.